thinking about you every day. I think it's night, right? Dreaming oh, about dreaming you about every you. There it is. night. There it is. <coughs> I'm hoping that you feel the same way. Now that we know it, let's really show it, darling. Let's, let's give, give them, them something to, to talk about. A little mystery to figure out. Let's give them Do you know something I was a singer to once? talk about. I was. What about love? Were you once? Were you once a singer once. as well? <laughs> I was twice. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to the Gay Power Half an Hour, the gayest podcast on the internet that's going to start a cult in Oregon one day with your co-host Casey Lai and... Hi, I'm Tony Soto. There she is. She's flush with weed. It's She's so smoking good. joints so all day. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I'm feeling really good uh, about all this weed. Hi. Is, are you feeling really good because you're high? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Why are you so flush with weed? Because you got money now. Uh, well, I mean, it's just you know things. Sometimes things are good. Sometimes things are bad. Right now they're good. If you have a little <laughs> bit of extra cash, is that what you spend your money on? Marijuana. Yeah. If I can stock up on it, I will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't. I mean, like it's not. I'm always asking for a sponsor. We'd love a marijuana sponsor. Leafly. Why? Uh, I mean, I Shambhala. smoke. I, I talk about it enough. <laughs> yeah, you're a great spokesman. Well, you know what? You're also like all of the like um, the warning signs <laughs> to the all the consequences of of lifelong smoking too. So I'm not necessarily sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Hi. How are you? You have. <coughs> <laughs> like a new energy to you. Do I? It's kind of annoying. Well, there's a. I feel like um, thing a good section of life has kind of completed, and another one is opening up. And as a result of that, I'm feeling very optimistic. This about is happening things. through uh, Mercury in retrograde. Is I want Mercury in retrograde I, right now? I think so. I'm stronger I, I, than the planets. You are stronger than the stars, girl. I'll tell you what's make what helps make uh, the planets go round. That's money. <laughs> <laughs> money. Money helps. makes the planets go round. That's the what it is. You you have some round. money. Well, I got a job. Um, I wow. know. And look, it's not glamour, it's not television, but it's very Hollywood. But it's it's the first step to television. It's the step that everyone takes, right? And it's a restaurant. She's a waitress, folks. I'm starring in the Broadway musical, very off, 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 off Broadway. Waitress, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a cute little congratulations. I needed the job. I needed to stabilize. I needed to have reasons to stay in Los Angeles and not like go on the road to make money and like work in weed shops in San Francisco to like make a thousand dollars here and there. You know, I got to make money here like an adult so I can play like a child. 
Um, and I, and, and instantly, like within a week I had like cash in my pocket and like, it was like so many of my problems just started to melt away. Yeah. But you could tell that Casey Lai hasn't had money in a long time because we, uh, had done Red to Filth. I did Red to Filth <laughs> on Monday this week and, uh, I might've gotten a little buzzed off of vodka and you definitely got a little drunk off a of red wine and she just pulls out a wad of money Cash, on, baby. on the streets of downtown Los Angeles mm -hmm. waving it around flock to me homeless because people. she's never had this before in her life and I, was I like, would have given it away if they had come and asked <laughs> yes you would I'm very generous when I'm flush <laughs> When I'm flush, I'm very generous. I'm a huge moocher and a taker when I got nothing, which is most <laughs> of the time. But I always let everyone know the minute she's flush, you're going to come out dripping. Well, <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that it's great that you have money now. Um, so that's one thing. Yeah. Oh, there's more. Well, and the other thing is I'm officially kind of like... Like my my relationship is officially split and ended, and we're in good terms. I'm officially moved into my new place. Like I have my own room that I can shut the door to, and I don't have to talk to anyone for hours. That's a big thing. Too. Okay, good. So I'm feeling good about that. Although I am, I did move in with two straight boys. <sighs> and Are they sexy? Are we gonna fetishize these straight boys I'm now? I'm not going to put any sort of sexual attention onto them at all because well, I'm living I, with them. Am I? You'll fuck anything. Are they cute? <laughs> oh, hi, pot they're kettle. Straight, we're both black. They're straight and they smoke weed. You'll love them. Are they cute? Yeah, they're cute. Okay. But they're comics though, so you know they yeah. have issues. They're cute and destitute. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hang out destitute. with... Destitute. I don't want to hang out with straight um, poor people. No, no, no. They're not destitute, but I will say um, I opened up the refrigerator and I had I, I had to I had to stop myself from crying because it was <laughs> a lot of takeout uh, mm, shit. I uh, wish that had been nice. It was fucking the kitchen. I didn't realize how filthy the kitchen was upon cursory looks. But then like once I got in, it was like it hadn't been touched in a very long time. And there was legit mold growing in various parts of the refrigerator. Black fucking mold. <laughs> and so I was just like because I, I had groceries and I was like, I'm not putting anything in that refrigerator. So I spent literally three hours like with a bleach solution. Just like, oh, they're going to love the you. I know. Well, I was also thinking it'd be funny. This is also going to totally fit into your I want to be the underappreciated housewife bullshit yeah yeah i mean i'm a martyr tell me i'm telling me i'm good tell me yeah. i clean really well tell me i'm like your well, mom and that's the other thing there i was like <laughs> i could have them help but also they're gonna do a bad job because they're straight you boys. don't want them to get underfoot no i well i want to like do the don't whole get underfoot house. i want to clean the whole house top to bottoms um uh by myself and then we can go together we can f f f work together to keep it that way has that been a discussion or is are you just like saying this is going to be the no thing? but i i got some post-it notes and i'm uh, willing to use them <laughs> I, I, you, th you thought i forgot how to be a shitty roommate world i'm I, back i can't wait to, i can't wait the back. passive aggressive uh post-it notes yeah. um uh, <laughs> <laughs> like um really love what you're doing um, like uh, is, look, you're doing a lot of good work personally. Uh, well, you know you're not getting it well all the, all the way because I mean you did just really bomb recently on one of my shows. Look, I was sick. I mean, now granted, <laughs> the entire show was kind of a bomb, so mm -hmm. you kind of just put a really shitty cherry on an already crappy cake. Thank you. But <laughs> I'll top your shitty cake. <laughs> but I'll I top your shitty cake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and you did. Apparently, yeah. whenever uh, Casey bombs at comedy, he slips into singing badly. And no, that is not the case. And I was prompted to and my save co-host myself. wanted me to give you some kind of pass on it because uh, first I was like, oh, you're starting new material. No, I you're, wasn't. You are doing new I jokes. I wasn't even doing new jokes. I've never heard a, a school shooting joke no, from you yet, you buddy. No, you have heard the school shooting joke from me. And it's I don't about, think I have. Well, you don't listen. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that I, I literally, so I had been sick. I had a cold this week. And so I was hopped up on cold and flu medicine. Right. And mm-hmm. then I had two There's always an excuse. There's always white an excuse. wines. I rarely bomb. <laughs> Um, I had two sensible white wines as I was working the booth for your shitty show. <laughs> trying to entertain through the pictures on the walls. Um, oh trying to God. yes and your your thoughts with some pictures. And, and, and anyway, so I hadn't said any words out loud be- for like an hour before I was about to go yeah. on stage. And in my head, I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. But because I was all looped up, I like started to talk. Well, and we also had a pretty uh, obnoxious audience well, as well. So, I mean, like that yeah. was also a factor that played. I know you don't deal well with. Obnoxious no, audiences. I'm fine with it when I have my wits about me, but I lost all my wits. All right, you weren't in a coma or something. Calm <laughs> down. You were upright. They say it right on the package. <laughs> when using this medicine, do not use do alcohol. Don't do, do not drive and don't do comedy. Dear God, what's wrong with you? Are you a but crazy then you, but person? But then you did Red to Filth and you totally redeemed yourself. Because you were, I'm a legit you comic. Were, you were very, very funny, and uh, I, I, um, I love having you in my life. Oh, and actually, that took a great turn at the yeah, end there. Yeah, I, I mean, like as, as annoying as you are when you're happy, I think you're even more annoying when you're not. I so think this so is too. Fine. I honestly think so too. <laughs> I think I'm very emotionally needy. Like those shows that we said we fought on, I look back and then my mom was like, "What? Well, you, you didn't fight?" And I was like, "I just needed to be appreciated." Oh my god! <laughs> Can I just say how much I love your mother and yeah. your mother's? Uh, because the story is, and we're not going to hash it out, but I thought it was funny when we we're like. Uh, your mom listened to the after fight episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she first. And yeah, so then yeah, she yeah. had to go back and listen to the fight episode yeah, 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 and she yeah. didn't hear one. So you know what yeah, that means, America and the world? I win. Yeah. Nothing. Officially, I win that argument. It came full circle Look. and Look. I put Look. a shitty Look. cherry Look. on a shitty cake. <laughs> Look, this is implying that my mom knows the correct thing. She can handle <laughs> her wine right and Sudafed more than you can, buddy. She certainly can. <laughs> she certainly can. That's hilarious. She wouldn't me. have run out at the end. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I I'm gonna you. I'm gonna practice the 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 yoga teachings that I've been um I'm um, done. I'm learning. done. <laughs> oh, I'm, that's right. You're I'm opening up my third eye to your aggression. Oh, guys, and I'm seeing you for who you are. Guys, she's bet. she's a terrible fucking LA person now. Now she does yoga. She bought a package. She got money now. She bought a package. <laughs> so she's she's now locked mm-hmm. into how many yoga sessions are you locked? Unlimited, baby. Unlimited. I'm taking, I made a good decision for once. I spent money on something good rather destructive than destructive to my body. Oh yeah. And so I've now been using it. So now when we're at the club, we have to watch him just start stretching out of nowhere yeah. to try to get some validation for his bullshit. You call, that's dancing. That's dancing. That's just how I dance. It's always how I dance. I'm just better at it now. I'm more limber. The dances are deeper now, you bitch. Um, sorry, bitch is not the right word. Buddha would never use that word. <laughs> he'd think it, and it would be in a bubble in his head, and he'd pop that thought bubble, 
and then the bitch would explode, which is what I'm hoping for, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I'm glad yeah. you're limber. Well, limber. I mean, you're back on the market now, and we know how you like to please the gentleman. Gotta so you limber. might as well stretch a little bit so you don't pull a hemi because you're not young. <laughs> it's not like you're going around being a young. That's so funny. We so. had so much fun in the car ride home, though. From, yeah, uh, we Pell. always have a lot of fun <laughs> together. When we're both in a good mood and not fighting and not doing this podcast, we're having a lot of fun. Um, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, speaking of like young and spring chicken and all of that, so like my ex, and I'm not going to get too deep into this. You know him. You love him. I love him. We're still close. We're hanging out a lot. We're taking the dogs for a walk. We're like being really good oh, to yeah, each other. Oh, yeah, they're sharing custody. So listen, they're friends for now. I, I love everything Currently, about you and if you're listening. I just want to say that I appreciate- The moment Frau ignores Casey and goes to Ben, though, it's all over. I appreciate <laughs> how this conscious uncoupling that we're doing. Thanks, Goop. Um, <laughs> But uh, also, he's kind of seeing like a twenty-year-old super hot. She loves to be in a relationship, model. doesn't she? I mean, I don't know if they're not in a relationship by any means, but like it's been. A, I dropped him off at his house to have. A, You're so an progressive. You're so brave. <laughs> so You're so strong. Well, I had to run it by the guy's parents first. Look out, first. gay people! This is. <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's like, oh man, I'm like old and like, yeah, like, you know. So now riddled. is it going to be a competition to see who can no. pull the youngest trade? There's no way that I'm going to win that. <laughs> not youngest. That no. would be. There's a. There's a. There's no way you can tie. You're no not, one can win that. You're not near thoughty enough on social media he's to, so to get it. So, yeah, but, but he loves know. what he's doing. Absolutely, and proud of him. I love to look at him. But it is funny that his um, ex, my ex's ex from. Previous life. Okay. Um, Strap in, guys. I don't know where we're we going like, here. We like bumped into each other in San Francisco. And you brought, you bumped into one of his exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like I know him. And then, and basically he was like, we should have sex. And I would totally. It sounds do like it. a healthy breakup so far. No, it it like, but like, no, no, no. It's totally, and I actually talked, Ben was like, yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> But I was like, you're getting, you're fucking a 20 year old model. I don't want to fuck your old dregs. <laughs> I don't know if you're age well, appropriate. Your age appropriate dregs. No offense. I love him. Just I, he's face adorable. it. You're never gonna do better. So go for the dregs. <laughs> Take up the dregs. That's very mean. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. He's not dregs. He's adorable. Uh, you uh, called him dregs with a big butt. But you called him dregs. I know, but it was a joke. Oh well. You can't say it. <laughs> oh, How dare you? Oh, I'm he's sorry. a friend of mine. I didn't know that that dregs was your n-word i'm so sorry <laughs> oh speaking of words that you're not allowed to use yeah so um uh, there have you heard this story about assemblywoman california assemblywoman christine garcia no i've been off the socials so i'm not paying attention to the destroying the the world being destroyed around me she was like an early like leader of the me too movement okay good we gotta like get behind political that yeah, that's she a great was, thing i don't want to say for sure she was on the time magazine cover but she i think she was talked about in that story or maybe in an la times cover story like okay. she was like very prominently featured cool cool and then long story short for her, this part she um was accused by a bunch of men of being like incredibly lewd just a total drunken shit show grabby McCarthy all of a sudden like saying all these crazy things like having drunken parties and having the police called and saying let's just repeat the party and like all this stuff and then she also called a gay 
uh, assemblyman homo. Was he a homo? I think so, yes. She sounds fine. She sounds like a party. So that was one of those things. And then, you know, without any context, you know, that sounds very offensive. But she justified it recently. The other day she released a statement where she was saying that um, I'm brown and calling a gay person homo is just like calling a brown person brown. It's just what they are. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The African-American community has uh, explicitly said uh, in, in many different contexts that they don't want to be a part of our movement because it's not the same as like the civil rights movement. So now suddenly this you can't This isn't just... an African-American woman. This is a Oh, uh, I thought she Latina, was an African-American woman. La- Christine Garcia. Oh, she's a Latina woman? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She can say it. She can say it. She can say it. Because listen, culture. you know she got a cousin or two that's, that's a gay. Yeah, that they call homo. Latinos and, and that are guy, very gay. And that guy is, and the guy, the assemblyman is a brown, is a, Latino, is a Latino gay man. Oh, it's fine. And he said, <laughs> it's fine for me. Yeah. Oh, she's a, he, what about people in the assembly hall who are still closeted? They're going to be offended by that, and it's going to uh, lead to stigma. Well, first of all, she was talking about that homo, yeah. not the other homos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, this is just a time where uh, other homos need to keep their noses out of their business because they didn't call you a homo. Also, if you're an adult if closeted cool man in government mm-hmm. and you are offended by being called a homo, you're a Republican. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not super concerned about that right. either. Right. I just thought it was an interesting, like, because like, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this bitch is really like crazy. Yeah. But then I was like, I mean, we talk that way is all the cute? time. She's sassy. Yeah? Yeah, like, she's sassy. Like, like would jean you let, jackets. Would you let like, her swap your butt? Would I let her swap my butt? Yeah. I love the attention. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I mean, my, my thing is, is like, um, at this point, if Republicans get a, can get away with it, if Republicans get out of their hands in every fucking orifice that they want, then let the Democrats do it too. If we're bipartisan, if we're trying to find middle ground, I don't think that's the answer. Let's find middle ground on all levels. No, no, no. Come they on. Have their hands in Come any orifice they want. We're just grabbing titties. He grabbed my tit. I, that's documented. <laughs> I'm going to the law. Silence equals death. <laughs> yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. Oh, I was on a podcast. I was on a on a. A real podcast. I love how. Okay, so this is he. He was literally he. He texted me. He's like, um, I was on a podcast with a million listeners. Um, um because monthly because he <laughs> he just doesn't think that we're that good. Apparently, no, I think we're amazing. Uh huh. But I so think, what? What what was the moral of the story? The moral of the story is that people might be on, tuning in. Okay, based on the fact that I was on something that people actually listen to. Tony, <laughs> you see what I mean? That's and the point is, is, I talked about HIV being HIV positive, and I talked to, and I do. We they have a segment about bus a myth and I did a whole uh, stigma busting uh, HIV segment you should be proud of me silence equals death don't try to silence and kill me Tony I'm on a death say I'm good and then I had a bunch of people I had like straight boys slide into my DMs to tell me hold <laughs> on how like interesting it was and how eye-opening it was and I was like I would want the kind of DMs that Ben the slides <laughs> DMs that Ben gets from underwear models but if they're not gonna be that what I would also like is to know that I'm actually touching people's minds. That's good. Yeah. No, that's that's very good. What was the Namaste. show called? Namaste. Uh, what was the show called? It's called The Daily Zeitgeist. And a shout out to Jack and Miles and Anna over there um, at The Daily Zeitgeist. Because and they're all heterosexuals? They're all heterosexuals. It's two cute heterosexuals talking about world issues. It's like our show, but less dirty. Shitty. <laughs> less smutty. Less smutty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're smutty. I don't either. I think we're adorable. I think we're progressive. Oh, can I say one something that's really funny and it's the last time I'll talk about yoga for the day. And oh my on. God, yes. I was doing yoga today, earlier before the show. And um, vinyasa, two, three, no big deal. Um, and the teacher, at one point, she was like, slide your 
leg back. I think she meant to say subtly, and she said sluttily. <laughs> literally, like half of the room just completely fell down. I can't wait laughter. till the day that you uh, accidentally like pass some serious gas in front of everybody and get humiliated. I will we don't quit have to yoga hear that these day stories. forever. And we don't have to hear these stories if that happens, ever I again. I promise you I will quit yoga forever. <laughs> You think I've been have had shame in my life about being gay and HIV positive? Try yeah. farting in a yoga room. <laughs> oh boy, I'm sweating. I hate that word so much. Sweating, uh, farting. I didn't say it. I, I said fast. I know, gas. but that's because I also bad. hate it. I had to read everyone poops in front of a bunch of children. You did. So that was like a real test. Did we talk about that? I don't think we did, because we didn't go on yes last week. Um, I took Tony to Drag Queen Story Hour, where he read to children in a bookstore. That's true. About two hours earlier than the show started, but that was... <laughs> That's fine. We got to spend the whole day together. I didn't realize that was happening. But, we needed uh, it. We needed we it. We did need it. It's okay. And you opened up to me about something that I was very, very happy about. Um, you have... All points. right. Shut up. Point was <laughs> that he had to read... One, one of the books he had to read was Everybody... Everyone, Everyone poops. poops. Classic of literature. Um, I think it was a Shakespeare poem. <laughs> it was a Shakespeare sonnet that was turned into a children's book. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, the whole point of the book yeah. is that everyone poops, so don't feel ashamed when you go toot toot in the bathroom. And Tony read it as, look at the picture of that poop. It's the uh, kids don't poop. Every don't be like everyone else. Like that was basically how you read the book. As I read the book, I literally rewarded the animals and humans that uh, that like hid their poop. Um, <laughs> like like the animals that like yeah. like covered their poop. I was like, these are the good animals. Yeah. The animals that just like shat and dropped. And I was like, these are the bad animals. Humans flush. I definitely kept. I made sure was, that shame was still. Yeah. A it was the most shameful drag queen experience I've ever been a part of. And it was really enthralling, actually. It's nice to see something original for once. It was super fun. <laughs> nice to see something original in the drag community for once. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I at least was able to say the word poop multiple times. And I feel like I'm doing it now and I'm not really cringing. So I feel like that was progress and growth Every on my Every time you said it, it was like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of poop and yoga and like weird crazy things and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. The documentary Wild Wild Country Great is, transition. Right? Yep. Because for a variety of reasons. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Wild Wild Country, it's all the rage documentary wise on Netflix right now. Is it? Six part yeah, everyone's talking it's about it. Okay. Everyone talked about it. Um it's about a cult. No? It's about a sex cult. No. <laughs> it's about a movement. Um, the Bhagwan. The Bhagwan. Bhagwan um, from India. Seemed like a cool Osho. guy. Yeah, he had a lot of really Seemed awesome like things a going. Lot of guys. And it was beginning. a combination of like Kundalini yoga, um, like jumping up and down, fucking. And that made people feel really good about the world. And so he had this movement going on, and um, it was getting so big. They needed a commune. They moved to Oregon. He, he no, no. He had an uh, he had an image of Eden. Right. So he wanted to uh, find. He was outgrowing India, right. and he wanted to go and find Which land. Is not 
months in some foreign area so that they could create this uh this huge uh eden this this commune like the mormons right yeah um and and they settled on oregon eden yeah, well, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Eden, but full of a bunch of white devils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak, that's one side. That's so, one side. So, but these people uh, went into Oregon, and they were very close to a town of Cantaloupe. Forty residents. Forty-nine. Four. Like yeah. Forty residents, and. Um, they were scary, apparently. And they were brown, a lot of brown. A lo- it was multicolored, though. M- multicolored, sure, I mean, sure, but sure, the, sure. But the sure. voice box was a brown woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and the, Sheila. Okay, so I just want to like, yes, so rather go. than to do it bit by bit, that's, uh, so um, sh- this, this, the Bhagwan secretary, Sheila, she becomes in charge. Bhagwan goes silent because, you know, he's a guru. A guru Gurus do that. And um, Sheila is trying to like make this thing happen up against all of this resistance and everything there's a lot of resistance but then their hotel gets bombed yes and their so, hotel gets that's right no the whites the definitely whites started, started the it. fight the yeah. whites started it whites started always and Oregon is of course a history it has, it's, a, it's a white it's nationalist super state. racist there's it's a the lot Ku Klux of like Klan militia areas came back in the 20s yeah. because of Oregon yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. anti-vaxxing state like yeah. all these things yeah. so um, Sheila's up against this and after the bombing they start arming themselves and they have a ton of money because a bunch of Hollywood people love to drop a bunch of money on a bunch of spiritual Well, not bullshit. just the Hollywood people. They had a shit ton of money before because oh. they could have bought that land. They bought that <laughs> land. And she capitalized. Uh, she, like, literally made, decided to go capitalism with yeah. this. And so, long story short. Yep. It was a story of a basically a community growing and it, it being like attacked on all sides because it was super different and its ideals get totally skewered. Yeah. And and it's like and these people can't be let off the hook because Sheila then like allegedly but likely like sprinkles salmonella all she, over she everyone's have, she salad bar. The town. Imagine Tony if she, someone she, came to soup plantation and spread <sighs> salmonella all over your favorite articles of of greenery. <sighs> God, I couldn't possibly. No, no, no. I get it. But listen, she poisoned a whole town, but the town wasn't that big. Here's where I was at this situation. Yes. Um, I um, don't know whether um, – as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh, it's a cult. So I'm not rooting for them. Yeah. But then as soon as I saw it, it was a bunch of old white fucking racists. Yeah. I was like, Ugh, I'm rooting for the cult. Because the thing is, until, this, until the poisoning happened – the the mouthpiece miss sheila she literally did everything by the book she utilized american laws and was able to take over a town yep. was able to instill this huge movement yep. into this fucking very like bigoted racist area and it, and the thing is is like white people don't understand what their laws can do or what they can do. No idea what and, it's like. And so the thing is, is like doing it all legally, but all these white people are like, well, they're just well, weird. We don't like them. White people don't realize the law that can be used against them. Yeah. They're like, no, that's not the law. That can't be the law if it's used to take land away from me. You know, and that's and she did. She just bought up everything. And she what, this, what, what people in this country don't understand is that we have a history of coming into places, sticking flags in it and saying that it's ours. Yeah, reverse so they have made, they have made, well, they had made laws in the past 
past so that that could be something that we could do and continue to just uh, take over the country so i'm sorry white people read your goddamn history books motherfuckers yeah all the white people were like you got to get out of here and all the kundalinis were like namaste yeah yeah and look at our we have a fucking mall we have a goddamn discotheque but we have a goddamn but but like (coughs) also it was late 70s early 80s everyone was probably high as fuck too, like except for Sheila, but she was drunk on power. No, I don't think it I, was a drug cult the before until it, until it went until Hollywood yeah, got involved. Once the, once it got Hollywood, yes, they definitely started fun. doing drugs. Then it got fun. But I think it was just the bad <laughs> one. I don't think it was. I think that right. they were just. Here's mm. the thing: these fucking crazy white people just don't understand what happiness was. And I'm gonna be legit. These people seem pretty fucking they happy. Did. They, they did. seem pretty fucking nice, and they didn't want to shoot guns until the white people made him shoot well, guns. And, and, the, uh, and like there was one of the old ladies who was like, you could hear them having orgiastic experiences all night long. And I was like, that sounds awesome. pretty cool. Oh my god, that sounds, that sounds so good. Pretty cool. But, like, great. Um, then they also like try to kill people. <laughs> like, like it gets all it gets all fucked up. It was Salmonella. But Listen, if you're gonna die no, as a result of she that, she told you the guy. She told the girl that fucking oh, the poison to, to to kill we the doctor. Even talk, we, I, we didn't even talk near enough about this. No, I know, and we don't have enough time. I know, but this is. I wanted to do the whole show on this, but things got crazy. It's not crazy, but no. I w- listen. Just go watch this, and maybe we'll maybe we'll pick it it's up where we so, were. It's it's so interesting, and it's nuts to me. It seems like this was a major. thing thing happening in the world and I had never heard about it before like had you ever heard I'd about never, Osho and, and the thing and is, is like I'm super into cult and yeah. I like to but the thing is it's like this one wasn't one of those weird ones really you know well that was interesting to me because it was it was cults which you hate versus uh, religious white people which you hate yeah and I was interested to see well how, the religious whites pushed these people into a corner I think so they too. were doing everything right so, so the thing is is like this was a situation where they were like Fuck, let's just kill these white devils and then we'll be done with it. Hard to argue with that, you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> just kidding. There is, but like at the end too. Oh, I, I won't give anything away. Anyway, yeah. watch the goddamn watch show. Watch it. It's on Netflix. It's super good. Um, well, that really rounds the show. Yeah, up and in watch, a nice and, little shit cake with a and shit wa- carrot cherry on top. <laughs> and watch the Roseanne reboot. It's oh yeah. Good. yeah, I'll watch that later. We can talk about that next yeah. week yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tony, what do you have going on this week? Oh, I get to start. You can uh, always listen to me on the Tony Soto Show uh, every Wednesday. Uh, um, on iTunes, go and comment and write on it. It's good, please. And then, what do I have? Oh, the second April second, come out uh, for "Learn the Words, Bitch" at Akbar. Uh, sign up is at eight thirty, and the show is at nine thirty. So it's gonna be a good fucking time. Can't wait. Oh, and Instagram and Twitter at the Tony Soto Show, and that's been my my Venmo too. Um, uh, also, Twitter, Instagram, Casey Lie, find me, L E Y. Um, you can see me. Oh, get ready for this, San Francisco, on uh, 420. I'm oh, going to be up. in Berkeley. Yeah. Oh, on the 19th in San Francisco, I'll be at the setup at 8 o'clock with James Fritz. On the 20th <sighs> of April, I'll be at a show in Berkeley. It's Mickey Wall Show. I'll get back to you. Hit me up for the details on that one. They'll be on Facebook. And then um, also shout out to the Daily Zeitgeist for having me on again. Love you guys. And all your millions of listeners. Who hopefully some of you are tuning in. And if you are coming from that show, welcome. <laughs> Tony very much appreciates you being here too. <laughs> Swear to God. Um, and uh, that's oh on the fifth of April come to uh, in Vino Veritas at fuck uh, 
that's a show storytelling show <laughs> this is why he is that's this is why he's going Rock. nowhere it's at a wine bar <laughs> 55 wines <laughs> this was fun tony i had a good time all right thank Are you all done? for tuning in we'll see you next week all right bye bye <laughs>